Hi there. It's midnight in Prague, 1 a.m. in the Byzantine city of Myra, noon at the North Pole. Look it up, it's very cool. And the holiday season for people all over the world. Whether you believe Santa Claus arrives from the North Pole, or that Mikulash wanders over from Byzantine Turkey, or that an invisible baby Jesus flies through the window to bring presents on Christmas Day, or whether you celebrate Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, or nothing at all. The season evokes some questions about belief, especially here in the Czech Republic, one of the most irreligious countries in Europe. What do Czechs believe in this time of year? Or do they believe in anything? Welcome to the Progcast. This is the third episode of our new podcast, a regular look at life in the Czech Republic through the eyes of members of the NYU Study Abroad program in Prague. I'm Laura Zablit. Thanks for joining us. Christmas comes early in the Czech Republic, and not only because there's no Thanksgiving to blockade the holiday season, but also because for Czechs, Mikulash, the Czech version of Santa Claus, comes on December 5th instead of the 25th. He arrives with an angel and a devil, looks in his big book of sins, and decides whether the children deserve gifts or a lump of coal. If the children are really bad, the devil scoops the child up into his bag and carries him off to hell for eternal suffering. Jolly, isn't it? It's actually caused some controversy for emotionally scarring young children who are so terrified by visits from these costumed devils who come with Mikulash and the angel. Lillian Marks visited a children's activity center where administration has foregone the devil to give children a more pleasant experience. Can you tell me who is Mikulaj? Um, he um, is a person dressed up as Mikulaj. Does he bring you presents? Yes. And sweets. Does he come with anybody else? Um, with a devil and an angel. And who is the devil? It's, it's, it's a person dressed as a devil. It's man who gives to us presents if we are good. And with uh, him is going uh, devil and angel. And they are thinking if you are good or if you are uh, not if you are bad, uh, the devil will take you and he will give you to a back and take to take to the underground and they, there are many devils. Saint Nicholas is a real person who lived deeply in the past and the thing of uh, Mikuláš, the devil, and the angel started, I don't know, one or two hundred years ago. And the tradition is still uh, quite lively. And kids till the age of four or five still believe that they are real creatures. I've got three kids and they don't believe anymore because they are seven years and older. But when they were small, they were really afraid of those creatures and they thought they are real. And angel represents the good, goodness, devil, the bad behavior, 
and to be honest I don't like this feast very much because people use it to uh, to create fear in children and that's what I don't like. Though the devil makes less appearances in schools, he still hangs around Old Town Square, making money from pictures with tourists. Lillian Marks and I spoke with one devil who shared what the devil means to him. Well, uh, it's the tradition. And when I was a small kid, every year, the St. Nicholas, Angel and the devil, they came to our family. And uh, the devil scared me off and uh, forced me to, to be good next year. Uh, to be, to be, uh, to behave and to to be good to parents. And if if the kid isn't good, then uh, the devil could take the kid, uh, take it to the hell. So I always liked this tradition because I got lots of sweets, lots of chocolates. Some kids, when they see me here, they start to cry. I don't think it's perfect. And who did you scare the most today? Was it a kid or was it? A yeah, there was a. It was a gypsy family, and uh, because the, the man, the, the father, he hired me, he told me they were very bad, they didn't behave at all, please do scare them. And do it. And so I did it, because he wanted to. What did you do? Did you yell? Or like, what did yes, you do? I yelled. I did, I did something like... <laughs> well, no matter whether they're visited by Mikulash or Santa Claus, one thing's for sure. For many Czechs, Christmas has lost much of its religious meaning and has simply become a time when families come together, exchange gifts, and eat a lot of deep-fried carp. Although, for a minority, of course, it is still an important religious holiday. So how many Czechs will go to church this Christmas? And what, exactly, will they be celebrating? Tai Matsunaga and Yena O oh stopped some locals at a Christmas market to find out. Well, Christmas, it's a Christian holiday, so... Checks maybe in a midnight, like a 24th midnight, they go to church for a, like a Christmas mass, or how you say? It? I, think I think it's, it's Christmas, a Christmas mass. mass yeah. yeah, we are remembering the born of Jesus Christ. So, do you go to church or? I don't. Right. Okay. <laughs> we celebrate Christmas mostly like uh, presents, food, mm-hmm. you know, and some Czech traditions which are not really Christian traditions. Do you have any religious traditions, I guess, with, in regards to Christmas? Uh, not really. We are atheists, but um, of course we go at least for once uh, to the church. But uh, that's basically it. You probably know it by yourself that uh, people in Czech are not very religious, so they basically use the, the tradition just for holidays, you know. They, they don't go really much to, to church. They, they basically just uh, uh, enjoy the time with the family and they don't, uh, they don't go to church. They just uh, use it because they like it. You know? I've never been at Christmas in a church. But uh, I think that we are Christians, but we are not going to the church. Uh, we make uh, some traditions like the food and the Christmas tree and we are singing the carols and something like that. But the Czech Republic as a whole is not so religion. And in uh, Europe and Central Europe there are uh, nations which are much more religion than Czech Republic. Uh, but I mean that the people really love the Christmas, <laughs> but it's uh, something like the American Christmas, you know. It's not so typical Czech Christmas. 
Well, as that poll suggests, Czechs would often describe themselves as agnostic, even atheist. But as we've heard, many of them still celebrate Christmas, often keeping traditions that are clearly Christian in origin. So, does this present a paradox? McKenna Biglow sat down with Peter Mucha, a philosophy and religious studies researcher based in Vienna, to talk about the historical reasons behind Czech skepticism towards religion. According to statistics, of course, there is very little religiosity. Few people are part of organized religion of churches. But on the other hand, there is quite a high level of kind of a spirituality. People believe in something, you know. This kind of a agnostic faith means that people believe in something, but it's uh, less uh, defined and uh, less accessible for them. And of course, after so dramatic history, Czechs are also opposing any form of organized religion. So there are very few, about like 5% of uh, the population are, peop- are, are those who belong to uh, churches. And you say they're spiritual rather than atheist. What exactly do they believe in? You know, if you ask uh, the people in, in streets, in Prague or in, in the country, Uh, most of them say, mm, I don't really believe in church, I don't really believe in God. You know? But if you ask them, okay, and do you believe in something or is, is something above us? Most of Czechs would say, mm, yes, but it's my own concept of higher power. And you said that the past history of the Czech Republic has influenced organized religion and being a part of that. How exactly do you think that influenced it? You know, if you study Czech history, uh, you realize that already in the 15th century, Czech society has been, had been very divided uh, due to religious issues. A whole story with the early Protestant Reformation starts in Prague with the Anhus and an unfortunate conflict uh, during Hasside Wars. Later, during the uh, Thirty Years' War, uh, religion again became the pretext of wars and conflicts. And this created a certain image of religion being the source of conflicts in the mind of Czech society. And this is why many Czechs, or most of Czech society, left organized religion whenever they had chance. And it was especially in the, with the fall of Habsburg Empire. At that moment, most of people left organized religion as something that, according to their historical uh, memory, is source of conflicts. And during this Christmas holiday time, how would you say Czechs approach it, religiously or not religiously? Even though the Czech society is very secular, agnostic, Christmas is probably the national holiday number one. And I think that the reason is that it has very deep cultural roots. The religious story beyond is still part of national culture. People don't really attend churches, they don't really believe in God, but they love the story of Christmas, you know, the story of 
this peaceful family of Mary and Joseph, they love the baby Jesus. And even secular Czechs are now opposing that culture of Santa Claus coming from abroad, you know, and defending baby Jesus as kind of a national um, symbol. And McKenna was talking to Petr Mucha. Historical skepticism and philosophical paradoxes aside, few can deny that Prague at this time of year is lovely, thanks in part to the Christmas markets that have sprung up around the Czech capital. As the snow falls, okay, we've barely had any yet this year, but indulge me, many people head for their local square, cupping their hands around a steaming cup of mulled wine and eating roast chestnuts. Lena Chappelle went for a stroll through the market just a few steps from the NYU building in the Old Town Square. those Christmas markets are a welcome diversion on a cold December eve, they're also rather homogenous, pretty much all selling the same stuff, part of the general commercialization of Christmas in the Czech Republic. And it's not all welcome. There's even been a backlash by a group of Czech ad executives against adverts featuring Santa Claus. They say Santa confuses Czech kids because they're supposed to get their gifts from the baby Jesus. Lena Chappelle spoke to Professor Salim Murad, who teaches advertising and society here at NYU. We uh, saw local companies fighting those uh, international concepts with local campaigns promoting the local gift giver who is the infant Jesus. But the question is that they don't do it because uh, they uh, love the tradition only. They do it also because they uh, expect some economical gains uh, from uh, communicating to Czechs that they know the local traditions. And, uh, of course, those uh, who are behind those campaigns and, and strategies, they don't do it um, only because of uh, their sensitivity towards the culture and uh, their, their conservative beliefs. They do it simply because they want to uh, create income. Do you think the Czech people respond better to ads that feature local traditions, or do you think they respond better to the more westernized idea of Christmas? That's a good question, which is asked by many (laughs) marketing professionals. Uh, We should speak about uh, different target groups, uh, demographic elements or segments of the market. I believe there is no uh, general answer to this. 
Uh, you have, of course, more ru- rural people who do not have that big uh, income and uh, worldwide uh, uh, aspirations, and they, I believe, they would respond positively to the local cultural motives, for example. And then you have those uh, people who are uh, like rather uh, oriented uh, towards the new trends, and they might rather follow this uh, uh, Western call. But again, we cannot really generalize. As we say goodbye, we take a moment to hear one thread of the Czech holiday patchwork that remains uninfluenced by commercialization in the West. In the 800-year-old Church of St. Martin in the Wall, in the center of Prague, the traditional Czech Christmas Mass echoes among ancient stones still today. We've been so happy to have you with us tonight and the whole semester long. Thanks for sharing this with us. And thanks to our editor, Rob Cameron, and the whole broadcast team. And special thanks to Griswold, who performed our original theme, which was composed especially for this podcast by Dalton Core. I'm Laura Zabliet. Tune in next semester for the new voices of the NYU broadcast. And happy holidays! Happy holidays!